You're about to hear opinions that you may like. Then again, you might hear some that offend you. We don't apologize for that. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. One of the ways to know how much we value our foundational rights is to put them to the test sometimes. Unfortunately, I'm Mike Ferguson. Thanks for staying with us on American Viewpoints. And it looks like the Second Amendment is going to be put to the test in the United States Supreme Court. There's going to be arguments heard later this year that basically says how far can states go in restricting those Second Amendment rights if they can go anywhere at all. I'm joined now by Gary Nolan. Uh, He is the host of the nationally syndicated Gary on Guns program. Gary, good to talk to you, my friend. I think it's the first time you've been on American Viewpoints, but we're talking about a state law in New York that's going to have national implications one way or the other with the U.S. Supreme Court ruling. Yeah, it kind of boils down to shall issue or may issue uh, when it comes to carrying a a firearm outside the home. Uh, The... The courts have already established that you have the right to own uh, to, to own guns. Uh, it's a matter of do the states have the right to say you can't carry them, uh, and that essentially is what this kind of what it boils down to. I'll give you an example. Uh, if you're in say Missouri and you meet all the qualifications, you take the concealed carry test. If you want a permit, you bring all that information to the sheriff's office and they will issue you a permit to conceal carry anywhere in the state of Missouri, save for those places that are specifically outlawed, uh, you know, the courtroom, federal uh, office buildings, things like that. But generally speaking, the entire state. If you're in New York, and I know this personally because I've worked in New York, it's not shall issue, it's may issue. So it's very difficult to get a concealed carry permit in the state of New York. Um, I was up there broadcasting from New York, and you know that I do a pretty volatile show. Yes. And uh, I frequently am threatened, and you know, and I'd had a concealed carry permit when I was in Missouri, so I went to the sheriff's office in uh, uh, Onondaga County, New York, and I said, uh, they're threatening my life. Uh, they're saying it right on the radio that they're going to kill me. Uh, so I would like to get my concealed carry permit okayed here uh, for the state of New York. And they said, well, that's, that's not really good enough reason. So I was, I was kind of taken aback by that, but that's because that's a may issue and they have the choice. They can say no, even though you're not a criminal, you don't have any felonious background or any, any uh, criminal uh, cases against you just because they don't want to. And that essentially is what this is going to boil down to. It's going to be landmark because if they say uh, at the conclusion of this uh, court case that if you meet all the legal requirements, you must be allowed to carry a firearm. That is going to change things uh, in several states, in particular here in New York. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's going to just be earth-shattering. In terms of its importance. Yeah, because we're and and regardless of which way the court rules, it's going to be probably one of those landmark decisions. The interesting thing about this case, just from an observer perspective, and and I'm a you know pretty unapologetic Second Amendment uh, supporter, is that what's being argued is can any state government put limits 
on what is a you know bill of rights constitutional right and so within the you know second amendment conservative libertarian circles there may be differences as to what the government can do at all some some uh, some will say the government has no right to pass any laws whatsoever on gun control. Others will say, well, no, because there can be some regulations. And this is the kind of case that could clear that up for good or for ill one way or the other for generations, if not permanently. Yeah. And what what's happened over the course of the last couple of years is uh, that conservatives have not uh, they've they've not been too excited about taking any Second Amendment cases because they didn't trust Judge Roberts, uh, Roberts, who allegedly uh, uh, is a uh, conservative, seems more concerned about how history will look back at his reign uh, as the uh, you know the the Supreme Court justice that could have been left or right leaning. He wants the court to appear to be middle of the road, so they couldn't count on his vote. But now that they've got Amy Coney Barrett on the Supreme Court for the first time since I think the 1930s. The uh, the Supreme Court actually leans a little bit to the right, uh, and so I think that's why they decided now's the time uh, to take up the challenge and start identifying exactly what it means to own and bear arms. Uh, and I think that uh, it, with this timing, they will confirm that you have the right to carry a firearm for self protection, and having the right, but requiring the government to issue a permit sometimes are two different things. And that's what we're talking about, as you explained just a little bit ago. But what about the the debate over whether or not concealed weapons, we've got open carry, we've got concealed weapons. Uh, what about the argument that says, well, uh, that's not really just for self-defense. And so therefore we've got, uh, we've got to have some reasonable restriction on constitutional rights. I've had a number of debates with a journalist and some others over what a reasonable restriction would be in this case on the second amendment. Are there any places for what they would call a reasonable restriction on the second amendment? What they would call or right. what I would call. Right. There's a huge uh, gap there. Uh, you know, there, there are certainly, there are going to be some, uh, there are going to naturally be some, some restrictions. You can't, for instance, carry your gun into a jail cell or uh, into a courtroom. Uh, but generally speaking, and I think this is what, what they're going to iron out, uh, when you're out in public, you have the right to carry your firearm. Now, open or, or concealed carry uh, is not, um, it's not really, uh, an issue about whether, you know, whether or not you're caring for self-defense, but as a, a second amendment supporter and a gun guy, uh, I'm just going to throw this in. This has little to do with the case itself, uh, but I am not in favor of open carry. I'm, I'm fine with them making it legal that, you know, make sure you can open carry, but as a tactic, it's a terrible idea, uh, because if the bad guy comes in, and you're not aware he's the bad guy, and he sees you're carrying a firearm, you're the first one he's going for. So we're, tactically speaking, concealed carry. We're visiting with Gary Nolan, who is the host of Gary on Guns, nationally syndicated program. Uh, we'll get that contact information out where people can learn more about your show in just a little bit, Gary. So we're looking at the arguments being made later this year, maybe almost a year before we get any kind of ruling. Uh, and 
when it comes to guns, it's just one of those issues that there really is no middle ground for a lot of people. Uh, people say we have violent crime. We've got a national interest in getting guns out of the hands of bad guys. And other people say, yeah, we've got a lot of violent crime, which is why I want to protect myself. But what gets lost in the conversation is what does the Second Amendment actually say? And therefore, what does it actually mean? And what's the right answer to you? Well, to me, it means that I have the right to own a firearm, to carry a firearm for self-defense, uh, and that in the event that uh, a militia is needed, I would be qualified to be a part of that. Uh, I don't think if you put your mind uh, back to uh, the, the founding of the country that the founding fathers envisioned going hat in hand to the king asking for permission to carry a firearm uh, to overturn a tyrannical government. Uh, I don't think they had that in mind at all. They wanted individuals to be armed and to have the latest weaponry. Uh, and for the most part, if you look at uh, the history of uh, concealed carry permit holders, you'll find that they are more law-abiding, more law-abiding than even law enforcement. Uh, so, and, and most law enforcement officers that I know uh, are actually in favor of armed citizens. As we, as we all know, when seconds count, the police are minutes away. One of the emotional arguments on this, especially when we see something like a school or a workplace shooting, is people will say, yeah, but Gary, that's what the Second Amendment meant back when we were still reeling from a war with Mother England. We just don't live in that world anymore. The Founding Fathers had muskets. They didn't have semi-automatic rifles. It's just a totally different thing. That's why they're going to argue the Second Amendment just shouldn't apply in the same way anymore. Yeah, and so when we have the right to uh, a free press, does that mean we have to write everything with a feather and a quill and a and a and, and, uh, some you know something besides a computer or a typewriter? Of course not. Uh, it is still the right to own and bear arms, just like it is the right to free press and the right to freedom of religion. No matter how it changes, the basic premise remains the same: you have a right to own these things. Whether they've changed or not makes no difference. All right, Gary, people want to learn more about your program. It's called Gary on Guns. Where do they find it? Uh, you can uh, pretty easily find it by looking at the uh, Talk Media Network or just go to GaryOnGuns.com. Easy enough. Gary Nolan, good to talk to you. Thanks for being on the program. This is uh, one that we'll probably need to revisit in the fall and then later when, next year when we get uh, the actual decision. Let's do that, Mike. All right, and, and I want to connect with you as well online. You can find me, just look for American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson on Facebook. If you're on Twitter still, just look up at AVP Radio Show. Thanks for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend. I'm Mike Ferguson. We'll talk to you again next week.